I think a lot of people would agree that people are just too sensitive these days. But I'd argue that and say maybe you ain't sensitive enough. Welcome to a Pisces Moon podcast starring your host, Tanara. Join me every week as we talk about love, relationships, mental health, self-care, childhood trauma, and more. Nothing's off limits here, and this is a safe space to dive deep, because getting in your feelings is how you truly get into healing. All right, all right, all right. Um, I know I'm a bit late with this episode, but I was going to get it out to y'all, trust me, because I truly do enjoy having this podcast so uh, why would i stop we're gonna be consistent and that's what we're speaking over this because nothing is gonna stop me from getting these episodes out but anyway hope that everyone who is listening is doing well um welcome back to a pisces moon podcast first and foremost want to say happy thanksgiving um even though i really don't celebrate the holiday and honestly, I think I'm going to stop saying that. Um, happy Indigenous Peoples Day. What what about that? But um, yeah. Um, how was your Thanksgiving? If no one asked you. And how are you feeling? Um, ask yourself that. How are you feeling on this night, on this evening, on this day, morning, whenever you're listening? All right. But... <sighs> My Indigenous Peoples Day was emotional. And the reason why is because I was just thinking about a lot of things that have happened this year and just um, mainly how I wasn't with family. Um, I wasn't with family last year. And then I was like... (sighs) Well, you sad because you're not around family, but listen, girlfriend, when you was around family, was it really loving? Was it really a good time? I feel like that's one thing, too. I just feel like for a lot of people, even if you do go around your family, it's just a bunch of passive aggressiveness and um, unsolved beef and conflict and just BS, right? And that's if you don't have a healthy family dynamic. If you do... Um, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> know that you are blessed. Know that you are blessed when your family can come around each other and no one's giving each other the side eye. No one's sending shots. No one's talking about somebody behind their back or talking about them while they sitting at the table with you. You know, um, that's a blessing for sure. But yeah, it was just a bit down, uh, felt really like lonely I'll be really honest but then I was like nah because I rather feel lonely um on purpose than you know go around family and then I feel lonely because I just know that the vibe's not right you know and then that led me into kind of looking at things from a different perspective and just understanding like what being alone and what being separated from family has taught me about myself because it's taught me so much. And I think that's kind of what's segueing into why I feel it's necessary to separate from your family 
for even I wouldn't give a damn if it was two weeks. <laughs> I feel like sometimes you do need that time away, um, especially if you are someone who's really on a quest to evolve mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally, all of that, because when you grow up around your parents and your family and you, you grown and you, you know, um, you pretty much learn the values of your ancestors. You learn the values of those who have come before you, um, even their morals or, and that's not always a good thing. You learn the way that they handle conflict and then you take on those traits. Like pretty much you take on those traits, you take on those behaviors, um, you take on those styles of communicating, those habits, bad habits. Um, like one thing that just literally popped into my head is overeating. I've seen the women in my family overeat so much when they were in their feelings. And I tend to do that a lot. I've, I don't do it as much as I used to, but I tend to do that. I tend to eat my feelings or overindulge in too much sugar like sugar addictions and stuff like that um yeah you know um just other things like just mindsets for sure you know whether it's negative mindsets lack mindsets um just being in survival mode overall like you learn a lot of these things when you don't have a a more so stable family background. So I was just going to kind of talk about the things that I've noticed about, that I've learned about myself, but in, in more so a positive way. I've definitely learned that I cannot make excuses. I cannot make excuses. I've seen a lot of my family make excuses for why they weren't where they wanted to be in their life. And it's like, you still can do something, you know, even if it's just taking better care of yourself. Like everything had an excuse why you couldn't eat healthy, why you couldn't um, put in more self-care, take better care of your body, like build better relationships. Like, man, like I've seen just so much settling, so much sulking so much moping you know um yeah and just being critical of other people who weren't doing things that were different you know um I would say jealousy too just witnessing that from different people in my family because they weren't doing they weren't living up to their potential you know um that's one thing I'll say. Another thing I'll say is that I can't blame anyone. Yeah, just segues into that. No excuses, and I can't blame anyone. Um, blaming people gets old, and it takes away from you. And I think um, this year, another reason why I was just struggling with the feeling of loneliness is because I had to cut off a few people this year that I just knew, like, and, you know, sometimes people come back around at later stages in your life. But I know at this stage right now, a few people had to go, you know, and um, it was rough. It wasn't easy. Um, a lot of people, 
I feel like also in this day and age, um, cutting people off. I don't know why I'm thinking about K Camp. It ain't nothing to cut that off. Snip, snip. I don't know why I'm thinking about that, but yeah, literally that song. It ain't nothing to cut that off, and it's like it's so. I guess um, it's like this trend of saying like, "Oh, I'll cut anybody off," and this, this, and that. And I'm not gonna lie, I agree with that. But can we talk about how that can be difficult? Um, especially when you are raised to be a people pleaser or when you are raised that you need to hold on to certain people because maybe at one point they were, um, they were valuable to your life experience or they've done things for you, etc. Um, but at the end of the day, if a connection is draining, it's draining, you know what I'm saying? Um, and your intuition, this is one thing. that I've realized when it comes to connections, relationships, friendships, it don't matter from who, family, friends, I don't care, co-workers, whatever. God will not let you, God will not let your mind rest. You're always going to, like, you know when it's paranoia and you know when it's just that gut feeling, that intuition that's like, Nah, this person is not giving, you know what I'm saying? Because you're going to feel so much discomfort, so much unease, so much unrest every time the subject of that person or that situation or that habit comes up. You're not going to be settled with it. Um, It's just like when there's a healthy connection, you're going to feel settled with it. You're going to feel comfortable with it un- unless there are some insecurities um, fears, et cetera, anxieties around close connections, then yeah, you won't feel settled then. So you just have to navigate it and you have to know like where you're at in your life, you know, emotionally, mentally, and maturity wise, because <laughs> that's a thing too. But, um, yeah, I just realized you're not going to feel at ease and shoot, it was some people that feeling had been prolonged for years. So at this point, I was really just trying to, I felt like at a certain point, I started to feel obligated. Like I had to call these people, like I had to talk to them, even though I really didn't want to, even though I knew there were things that really bothered me that I really never spoke about. And then in one situation with a family member, um, I called them and I tried to have a mature conversation and it turned and just, it turned into a big mess and it turned into just really messy, really emotional um, on my end as well. I'm not saying that it was just on their end, but I was angry um, mostly because I guess I felt I wasn't being listened to. And then it was just kind of one of those things where it's like if two people are not ready for a conversation, it's it's just not going to work out, you know? And I had tried before to have a conversation with this person and it was like I was gaslighted or manipulated into feeling like I was wrong for bringing things up um, or as if I was attacking them. And and literally this, this person said, I'm not going to be attacked. And I was like, what? Like, (laughs) who's attacking you? Uh, You know, the conversation started off really calm what actually made me angry in the conversation was me addressing it calmly 
And then me being gaslighted and told that, no, you're angry. I know when I'm angry versus when I'm calm. You know, and I I just also realized that some people, when it comes to themselves and you're telling them the truth or you're giving them your perspective on a situation, which is your truth, they really can't take it and they can't take accountability. Um, It's too much for them. And um, but um, I like to think of myself as a person who. I don't have an issue with taking accountability. Um, And sometimes I do feel like you do have to take the time to listen to someone and process what they've said and really reflect. So it's not always, um, excuse me, it's not always an instant thing. Because I feel like sometimes you may be unaware of something and that's why it needs to be brought to your attention. But it's like when you automatically try to tell somebody, Oh, no, when you automatically try to flip something on someone and say, oh, well, well, you did this and 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 you did that and I did the best that I can or this isn't going to change overnight. That's not helping. That's not helping the relationship between you and that person. And it's just it's just making you look like um, a a-hole, to be totally honest. You're skipping all accountability um, you know, and you just come off defensive in that way. But pretty much the conversation turned into a whole mess because it was just like, I'm trying to approach something maturely. You're getting defensive and you're feeling like I'm having an attitude when I'm saying something. And of course, this was an elder. So I also feel like when it comes to elders, they automatically feel disrespected if you're calling them out on something that they may have done um, and they don't take it well and they're not really open to any type of constructive criticism. Okay, there's always an automatic guard that goes up. And so um, in some cases, you really can't expect that person to ever give you an apology or ever say, hey, I'm sorry. Um, And some people, I feel like we have to just accept that overall. So um, I feel like I've already accepted that truth when it comes to my mother and my father that, hey, you're probably never going to get that apology and you really can't wait on that. Um, And these people are probably never really going to change. And even if they do, you can't sit back and wait for that. It's just like in any other uh, relationship or connection. And I feel like that's also the realization that I got for the elder that I tried to have this conversation with. And so um, I felt like I had also avoided this conversation for so long with this elder that that's also why, like, as soon as they said one wrong thing, it was like, oh, no, like it was a blow up because it's like, I'm trying to go about this (laughs) the right way but what you're not gonna do and that's really how it kind of was um but yeah just going back to what I said it's kind of like you can't blame anyone so I think after removing these people that I've removed um out of my life it's shown me that you can't blame anybody um what is it that you want to do where is it that you see yourself And it's not saying that I haven't had a lot of difficulty when it comes to family, when it comes to different things. Um, But the common denominator is 
I've gotten through all of those things. So it's like you've gotten through all of those things and um, God willing, you will continue to get through these things. So it's like now that no one is even no one was ever really in your way. They were just really distractions and kind of like hurdles. But it's like now that these distractions are completely out of your way, seemingly things that are distractions, I guess. I don't know if seemingly is the right word. But now that these things are out of your way, what is it that you want to do with your life? Where is it that you see yourself going? There's no one to... But yeah, um, there's no one to talk you out of anything. There's no one who um, you need to tell your plans to. There's no one to try to, you know, put anything like on you or against you to make you feel like, oh, I shouldn't do this or, oh, I shouldn't go this path. No one who you need to worry about impressing except for yourself. I feel like that's really what cutting people like off as far as like family um, has shown me you know, like, you don't need to blame them, um, you know, like, whatever happened has happened, and it's like, this is your time, um, and so I think I was thinking about that today while I was at this coffee shop, I was journaling, because I picked up a journal, um, from Walmart yesterday, really cute little blue journal with stars and this crescent moon on there, and, you know, I'm a moon child, so, Um, I definitely had to, uh, you know, grab that. Um, I'm a Pisces, but what was I going to say? Um, I found that I was raised, I'm not raised, but I found out that I was ruled by the moon because I'm a reflector in the human design. But I mean, I always really resonated with the moon anyway, but yeah, I really liked it. And plus, I felt like it was symbolic because the moon um, in our birth chart, um, it's over our emotional processing and how we filter out the world and all that type of stuff. You know, all that type of stuff. So, but um, yeah, I was journaling and I was just like, maybe the reason why I also just had to release so many people or I felt the need to release so many people was just because or even just take space away um is because I didn't need any distractions I didn't need anything that was going to like taint my energy in any kind of way with where I'm trying to go um so yeah I thought about that I think another thing that being away from my family has taught me is just like um I think another thing that being separated from my family taught me as well is to be very protective and cautious with my energy. Um, Because once again, like I said, growing up in, you know, around people, you, you get used to a certain environment as well. I feel like, kind of like, this is a weird analogy, but (laughs) kind of like when, um, you walk in a room and it stank. You know what I'm saying? If you in that room long enough, you going to get used to the smell. But somebody else going to walk in and be like, uh-uh, it's stinking here or whatever. But you've been sitting in it so long. So at first, like that initial smell, you might have been like, 
what the hell? But then you get used to it after a while. And so I feel like that's kind of what it was. Like, I knew that I didn't like my family dynamic from a, a very young age. I knew I didn't like a lot of the stuff that my family did or how they you know, just handle things. I just felt like a lot of the adults in my family were like, um, what are you guys doing? But I think I got used to it. Um, because I mean, what other choice did I have as a child? Like, where was I going to go? You know? And of course I wanted to run away a lot of times, but I mean, shoot, I'd rather take my chances staying here than go out somewhere else and probably not be able to come back. So, um, I feel like going off to school, um, especially out of state, really kind of showed me like mm, you know what I'm saying life can be way different um life can be fun life can be peaceful life can be you know but I had to realize also that I feel like a lot of my like low vibrational like traits like um just manipulation and just um mainly manipulation but um, selfishness and also just insecurities and jealousy, all this type of stuff that I've seen the women that I was raised by or, you know, um, just defensiveness, just all these things that I grew up seeing. I had realized that I adapted them when I went off to school, um, just because of how hard it was for me just to, I guess, associate with people and, um, build friendships and different things like that. And, um, I, I don't know, it was really a shock for me. Like, I I think really being on my own really showed me like how I was raised and the world just seemed like an extremely, um, I don't, I don't know if I want to say negative or, or what, or just like scary place because I had such a guard up. Um, I was in survival mode. I had been used to being in survival mode and used to being, you know, in, in, in between drama or chaos or, you know, just being targeted in some type of way that even when I didn't need to be that way, I was, um, my communication skills were not good at all. Um, I feel like some friendships I might've um, definitely ruined, or I, I I don't want to even necessarily say ruined, but just, yeah, ruined, I guess, because I just, I didn't know how to communicate well, so I really didn't stay in touch with people, or I, I kind of, if there was something bothering me, I didn't know how to address it, I, very low self-esteem, no real sense of self when I first um, went off to school, just like really afraid to express myself in any kind of way. Um, yeah, like, um, I think I was also jealous because of certain people, because I feel like, oh, like they shine so brightly and they're a light and they can be themselves unapologetically. But I think the reason why that jealousy was there is because I was, made to feel small, I was made to feel, um, you know, disposable, um, yeah, made to feel like a victim from a young age, so then, and I went up to a performing arts school, so, I mean, yeah, like, the irony of that, because it's like, 
you have to you have to be big you have to be loud um not big literally but you know what I'm saying you have to shine your light like you're a performer you have to really find that within yourself and I've always loved music and art and all these type of things and I know it's what I want to do but at that time I had to work through the trauma I had to find myself and I did um I started to find myself I will say um but yeah all of those traits definitely came out um so it definitely helped me to grow and then when I came back home because I was away from home so long every time I would visit home I was like man it's the same thing like you start to realize like man it's just the same stuff going on it's still drama it's still this it's still that it's still a bunch of just bull crap like it's nothing's changing no one's evolving same old problems same old stuff and so I couldn't wait to go back to school you know what I'm saying but once again I just still had the remnants of all the trauma and you know just um emotional turmoil and emotional baggage like from just a very young age you know through all throughout my childhood and in my teenage years um that was still piled up so um I ended up not finishing because of depression and I dropped out um and I can't even lie, I, for some reason, I've been struggling like with that for years, like because I left the school, but I really enjoyed what it taught me about myself. I, I'm thankful for the people that I met at uh, AMDA. That is my old school. But anyway, the whole point is um, coming back home, I realized like, man, why did I come back home? And I realized that um, I couldn't be around my family anymore. Like every time I would go and live with family, I just, I could not deal with it. It was just, I realized because I had been in an environment that was more free, um, more accepting, um, healthier, um, where I could really express myself or learn to express myself, um, learn to be on my own, learn who I really was. It was just like, wow, like, being back home was terrible for me um and you know I realized like yeah I got to be protective with my energy and it sucked because obviously I didn't have my life together but it was like eventually I couldn't be with family anymore either side my mom's side or my dad's side because it was just I seen the same stuff um nobody had changed everybody was pretty much the same it, it was nothing different it was always drama um about old stuff that could be healed with, you know, um, real effort on both sides. But I think I also got tired of being the bigger person. So yeah, um, definitely taught me how to just be protective of my energy. And yeah, that I needed to separate myself and just able to identify when something is bad for you, or something is toxic. Because like I said, you get used to it when you're around it. But once you separate yourself from it, and you come back to it, you're not as you're not as you know familiar with it anymore your body gets used to a new environment so then you come back and you're like oh no I could automatically tell I was drained I could automatically tell I was uncomfortable and I'm a very intuitive person um psychic if you will so I feel a lot of things I feel negative energy jealous energy I feel when people are trying to get a reaction out of me I feel all of these things I I can read people super well, um, even to the point where it's annoying for me at times. It was just too much. I think another thing also 
um, that I learned is just, I learned to, um, not care about anyone else's approval, um, for real, you know, I think once you, cause I think everybody wants to impress their families, everybody wants to make their family proud, but I think, um, with me pretty much being the black sheep, I learned how to really just validate myself and only need my own approval. And at the and you know, at the end of the day, I can't worry about what anybody else thinks because I feel like for those people who are black sheeps, like I feel like once you feel that sense of rejection from your family, like your immediate family, the people closest to you, you just really can't give a damn about anybody else. Like you can't. And sometimes things still come up where I'm like, I do find myself caring about the perception of others, but it's like, for what? Like, I don't care. Like my mom and my father have said the the worst shit to me ever. Like, why the hell do I care about what you're talking about? You know? Um, so yeah. Um, I also think that being separated from my um my family just kind of showed me like how i had a, adapted just a a small mindset you know i felt like i had to um do what everybody else did and i never felt like i had to it was told to me that i should specifically by my father specifically by certain people um, you know, mostly my father though, like, oh, music's not gonna that's not gonna work out for you. Um, why won't you just do this and go to school for a real job? You know, the 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 cliche um speech and you know, a lot of people will say, Well, your your father cares about you and loves you very much and I can't tell you how many times I heard that, but um I also can't tell you how many times I was told I was stupid, I was dumb that mess ain't gonna make no it was just really harsh and it was like I I couldn't even really get support and oh you haven't done anything with music and you know and um just trying to make me feel like my dreams were insignificant and I don't even like to call it a dream because it's really possible like you know um I can literally go make a song whenever I want I can write music whenever I want in my notepad it doesn't matter but um I knew since I was young, I always wanted to be an artist, I always wanted to be on stage. Um, I would say as young as like middle school. And then I had my family saying, oh, well, what happened to you wanting to be a doctor? Or, or why don't you want to be this anymore? And it's just like, bro, I said what I said. Why do you keep asking me that? Like, oh my God. Like, but I think, yeah, um, being away like especially specifically separating from my father has really showed me how all of those things that were said to me were really kind of imprinted in my subconscious and I started to kind of act small or um just kind of feel like oh well maybe I don't need to do that maybe I need to go on a different path and then I started looking into going to school for different things that I really didn't want to go to school for and it would fall through every time because I wouldn't go you know um nine to five jobs are a pain in the ass for me um 
you know, it's just, it's, it's a lot. I don't, I, I know I don't fit in when it comes to doing things the traditional way. And that's something else that I just learned about myself, um, being away from my family. I'm, I'm not meant to do things the traditional way and I'm very different. You know, I am. And I know that even my family don't really understand me. So it's just like, um, yeah, I think I realized like, man, like, if you're not careful, people can really rub their mindset off on you and then you start to act that way subconsciously and then you're like, wow, like, what am I doing? So I think just this year I had to finally say like, no, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm doing what I want to do and I'm not going to think small because um, I'm a faith-driven person. So why am I going to let a human tell me what I can do? Like, you know, at the end of the day, God is at the forefront of everything and has been the forefront for me for a long time now. So it's just like, I don't have to, I don't have to, um, I don't have to take on that mindset. I don't have to adopt that mindset. That's something that someone told to me and I eventually started to believe it, you know? So, um, yeah, I think those are some things that being separated from my family has taught me overall. Um, that's all I can really think of for right now. Um, and yeah, I feel like I could have probably went a bit deeper, but I didn't want to go too, too, too deep. But I feel like, um, just with Thanksgiving, you know, uh, being this day where family is, um, supposed to come together and, Everyone's posting pictures of their nasty Thanksgiving plates and, you know, everybody together and all that type of stuff. It can get a bit like you can feel like, dang, like, what's wrong with me? Like, I'm not around nobody. I'm not doing this. But then I had to go back and remember the reason why, you know, and um, at the end of the day, I know that when I was with family, I didn't feel good. It wasn't like I felt good. I, I just... I feel like I'm I'm just the type of person I don't like being I guess you could just say I don't like fake stuff. I don't like fake stuff and I felt like on the years, especially as I grew older, coming back around family for holidays and being grown or you know, finally being at an age where you can say you're an adult and you just realize like, man, everybody just faking the funk with each other. Nobody really likes each nobody really likes each other. Nobody really feels like they want to be around each other. We just going over here cuz for the food, I guess, and because it's it's the proper thing to do, like is it? Like, you know, it's the traditional thing to do. Like, you know, but all of that tradition is stacked on top of a faulty foundation. So what's the point? If nobody's really going to talk their problems out, if nobody's going to apologize, if nobody's going to take accountability for things that they might have done to each other like what is the point if no one's able to have a mature conversation or none of that what's the point of it I don't see the point I'm sitting around you acting like I want to hug you and I really don't you know what I'm saying I don't really want to talk to you like that like and it's not about holding grudges it's just about when you you when you're able to see through bs you're able to see through bs and you can just you just feel the the tension in the room. I hate that stuff. I don't like that. So that's one thing I had to just reflect on overall. And so my heart does go out to anybody who's 
having a similar situation where, you know, you didn't spend Thanksgiving with your family or even with a significant other. I can't lie. I would have liked to do that at least. So, um, but in due time, you know, in due time for sure. Um, but yeah, we just still have to find reasons to be thankful. And that was just something I could be thankful for, um, overall. So, but yeah, I think, um, we have to still find reasons to be thankful and, you know, um, overall, like I said, I'm still healing, you know, I've prayed, I've cried, I've done shadow work, I've, you know, um, on and off went to therapy and I will start going again very soon, but it it just takes time. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm just looking forward to having my own holidays that I make specifically for my family one day and that day will come. Um, so I'm not in a rush, you know, for it. Um, but yeah, all in all, um, I feel like the holidays can be a depressing time, um, especially when you are separated from your family and you are, you know, just uh, trying to heal because that's really just what it is. And um, you might reflect on some of the good times because I don't want to say that it was just all terrible times with me and my family because it was not. Um, But yeah, um, I just feel like at this point... um, I'm just trying to find my own significance when it comes to holidays and and what I actually want to celebrate, what I'm choosing to celebrate and not just going based off, oh, this is a day we're supposed to celebrate. Like, do I really see any significance in celebrating this day in the first place? So, um, yeah. In other news, though, I've been feeling very sensitive over the last few days, um, just crying a lot, to be totally honest with you. And like I said, just about the holidays, about family, um, about my future, about people I've had to cut off this year. And I feel like this is the winter time or going into the winter time, but we're in that last, you know, last little, I guess, nickel of the year. I don't know what word to use, y'all. We in this last little corner of the year and you really just start to reflect on everything. And so just been feeling very, um, I can't talk sometimes, y'all excuse me, but just been feeling really sensitive. And so one thing that really kind of like just had me um, really down was the Shaquella Robinson situation. I hope that I'm saying it correctly. But the 25-year-old woman from North Carolina who went to Mexico with her friends and they killed her. And, man, like, and I've been seeing her picture all over Facebook and Instagram. And I briefly seen the story, so I know that her friends killed her in Mexico. But I didn't really listen to the whole story. And when I did, it just made me bust out crying. I can't even lie. Like, I I couldn't even, like, hold it back because I was just like, man, like, people can be very, like, envious and, um, and jealous. And one thing about it, humans have um, a big, wide range of emotions, you know? Um, and so 
I've experienced jealousy. I've experienced envy. I'm sure other people have experienced jealousy or envy before, even if they want to say, oh, no, I haven't. Even if it was when you were a kid and you mad because Timmy or Lele got the new toy that you wanted. And so now you mad and you might have, you know, tried to snatch it from him or something like that's that's a form of envy or jealousy as well. Like, it's OK. It's OK, guys. Um even if it was because, oh, um, Connor has his mom or his dad both in the home and you only got your mama or you was raised by your grandma. It's different situations. like. But I just feel like it is a human emotion, but it's something that you need to know how to deal with. It's a very dangerous emotion because it's like a lot of people take jealousy and envy and instead of reflecting or knowing how to reflect and looking within themselves they instead take it and want to like punish or attack the person that they're jealous of or or make them feel small in some type of way or make them feel bad about themselves or even literally kill them like in this case um and and sometimes maybe they're not meaning to I don't even want to say that because I don't want to make it seem like um I'm empathizing with a murderer because I'm not but it's like I feel like sometimes people let that jealousy and that envy turn into rage and then they do something without thinking and then it turns into a really traumatic situation um that they cannot turn back from all because they didn't take the time to self-evaluate and really look at themselves and say why am I jealous of this person why am I envious of this person and how can I, um, how can I like, how can I do better for myself? Like, is it because I feel like something is lacking in me? Is it because I don't have self-esteem? Um, is it because I lack self-love? Is it because I was taught to feel like someone who's doing better than me is a threat? Like, I don't get it. Like, like, I just don't get how you can let, but I understand that everyone is different. Everyone is raised different. And, um, I've experienced jealousy firsthand. I've been jealous of other people, but it was more so I'm, I'm thankful that I, um, have always been like, a loner um, who really could self-reflect and really think deeper beneath the surface when it came to my emotions and when it came to my thoughts because I was always able to get to the root for the most part. And even if I wasn't right at that time, whatever I was dealing with would come up again and I was able to get down to the root of why I was feeling the way that I was feeling. Um, Even if I wasn't vocalizing it to that said person, I was always able to deal with that. And so it made that feeling much less severe, you know, and if it's to the point where I feel like I'm so envious or so jealous that I can't be around that person, remove yourself. (laughs) Like, we we have to like really learn how to like handle these type of situations and i know that a lot of people are just not um they're ignorant and they don't understand these things and they don't they don't have emotional maturity and it's really not common in this world and so um you, you can't really be shocked at all but it's just like 
I feel like if someone gets under your skin that much, excuse me, excuse me, oof, that, um, that burger was hidden. Anyway, but if someone is getting under your skin, but yeah, I just will never understand if you cannot stand someone, if you know you don't like them, um, why hang around them? Why be around them? I don't, I just don't get it. And I just feel like it takes a real like weirdo to even continue to be around someone that you know you really don't like, that you know that you're jealous of. And I just feel like people don't take enough time to really know themselves. Knowing yourself and really knowing who you are is not common um, as people think it is, because if it was, people would not do stuff like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't care about yourself. You don't care about other people. Loyalty means nothing to you. Um, morality, it means nothing to you. The value of life means nothing to you. And just overall, like, you don't care about other people. You don't take other people into consideration. Um, and yeah, you just, you reckless, you know, I was watching, um, the Ralph Smart video that he did on Shaquella and he was just saying, yeah, a lot of people are on demon time and I agree and demon time, it, it ain't nothing good. So, um, cause honestly, me from a spiritual perspective, I be feeling like some of these people be out here being used as hosts, if you know what I mean. And that's because, once you get to a certain vibration, things can hop in and out of you, you know. But if you know, you know. If you don't, hey. And that's why it's so important to keep your vibration high, you know. And I don't even like talking like, oh, vibration this and vibration that. But it's true, um, you know. But, yeah, that is, is true, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, um... When you, you know what I'm saying, on a certain low vibrational frequency, you're going to do low vibrational things. That's just what it is. Um, yeah, so it just really shows the mindset of these so-called friends that she had. And um, that's why it's so important to have discernment um, and to really just look out for things, you know, um, and in no way, I, I really want to make this clear, in no way is this victim blaming, none of that, no, not at all, this is just a heads up for all of us, like, you got to be discerning, you have to talk to God about everything, what, you know what I'm saying, um, God, your ancestors, um, the universe, whatever you choose to you know, um, ancestors is different, but as far as like different names for God, spirit, the universe, the Holy Spirit, you know, etc. I feel like, um, you have to talk to that governing body that's over you. And so you can get the clarity that you need. Literally just the other day, it was funny because God will give us different, um, types of confirmation 
It might be through music. It might be through nature. It might be in something that someone says um, in a whole different conversation. It might be um, something that you just happen to set your eyes on. It could, it, it's so It's so subtle, but it's very specific for you. Um, someone had invited me to hang out that I had never hung out with before. And um, we were having a conversation before we hung out about our plans and what we wanted to do. And they seemed very um, disorganized a little bit and kind of all over the place. Um, and they, I kind of had to keep repeating things to them repeatedly. Um, and they kind of just seemed a little off a bit. Um, and so... Overall, I was just kind of like, hmm, but I kind of just like was trying to make sure I wasn't being like too judgmental or like jumping to conclusions about somebody who, you know, this was like our first um, full conversation with each other. But um, something just kind of made me pray about it and just ask like, hey, spirit, like, should I hang out with this person? Can you give me a sign if I shouldn't hang out with this person or if it's not a good choice? And then literally um, I had got some information about them and I automatically knew that it was confirmation. Um, can't really say how because it's like, you know, yeah, you don't know who could possibly listen to this. But <laughs> from, let's just say from a trusted source, I ended up getting some info that kind of like confirmed to me something that I kind of already had observed but just you know how you're minding your business but you see certain things and you be kind of wondering but then you just be like "Mm, none of my business and you keep it pushing but then it's like the information is brought to you so that's why I knew it was like a confirmation for me not to hang out with that person so I just feel like overall like the whole thing about it is you have to have a relationship um with God with the higher source and once again this is not victim blaming because I want to make sure that no one tries to misconstrue what I'm saying and be like oh you're blaming her for no that is not what this is at all this is for us me whoever's listening like if you have somebody around you that you feel like you are not sure about or that you feel like you got some iffy feelings about Please make sure that you pray about it. Please make sure that you pay attention to different things. Um, And even if you are not sure, that's why you should pray about it. That's why you should make sure that um, you look for confirmation. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes it can be paranoia, but other times there is a gut feeling that's telling you, hmm, something about this is fishy overall. So, yeah, I just really... I just really hate that that happened. Um, And especially with me, myself, you know, with me, myself being 25 years old and, you know what I'm saying, and she was 25, it's just like, well, dang, like, she was the same age as me. Um, She was young, you know, her life was just really starting and all because of jealousy and envy and, and, bro, I just... I just want more for us as just like black people and black youth because a lot of the black youth that's like (laughs) 
we got to do better. Like, a lot of us don't know ourselves. A lot of us have been, like, have all this trauma and all this baggage and just, like, we've been raised by some damaged people. Like, it's just, it's so much to uncover. And then we just go out and repeat the same things. And it's just, like, a revolving cycle. Um, But I just feel like, yeah, for it to be black men present... Okay, this is a this is an issue for me because I watched the video of the the fake friend fighting um Shaquella. Um and I apologize if I'm not saying her name correctly, but her best friend, which was a male, um he was sitting there recording the fight and was pretty much asking why she wasn't fighting back. First of all, they attacked the girl after she got out the shower. It was just like, what? I hate, I hate like weak people who gotta do stuff as a group. That's one. That's a big pet peeve of mine. And especially since I'm a person, it's like handle your own stuff. Stop trying to like. Weak people always have to team up with other weak people in order to do something like that. And it's just like, why are you attacking someone after they get out the shower? They're vulnerable. You have to wait until somebody is vulnerable to do something. Come on, bro. Pathetic. And then it's like there's black men present. And I don't want to hear about all of that. Oh, that's women's business. No, it's not women's business when you're sitting there recording it. And then you're commenting on it. Like, what are you? Like, I don't feel like that's a man. Like, you should have intervened like you should have said oh no we not doing this like man be a leader like be a man like you you acting like you a little b-word like come on dude when the men start acting like like women too then it's like come on what is your excuse like and that wasn't meant to sound like homophobic or anything like that. So let's not take it as that. If you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying. <clears throat> Excuse me. I know that um a lot of things that people say can like be misconstrued. But you know what I'm saying. It's like when you start acting just as like, you know what I'm saying? Like feminine, like just as the women, then what does that say about you? Like, I just feel like if it's men present on this trip, step in. Like, you know what I'm saying? And why are y'all fighting on vacation? That's why it's just like, that was just some hater stuff all the way around. Like, bro, like, it just, yeah, you can't take people nowhere sometime and just be like, bro. And then the the best friend that was supposed to be the best friend who was recording it had been on other trips with Shaquilla and knew her mama and all of that. So that's why it's just like, bro, the story made me so angry. It made me angry. It, it just, it broke my heart because I'm like, bro, like how can people live with themselves? Like, man, like I don't like that. I do not like that, and I don't like when people try to do stuff when people are vulnerable because you're weak. And not to be explicit, but you pussy. Like, anybody who waits until somebody is vulnerable to do something, you pussy automatically. I don't, And I will say it to 
anybody. You are like people that try to jump people, people that try to like your your pussy is no other way to say it. Like you know. So overall, um condolences out to her family um and whoever was, you know, a person that really cared about Shaquilla um Robinson. Um condolences to y'all, man. If y'all ever do listen to this, um and I just pray that she gets justice cuz she deserves justice and um yeah. I just pray um I just pray for the, for justice and pray for a family, man. And um yeah, we just got to protect ourselves because it's it's really a spiritual war out here, man. And um people will do anything to literally take you out if they can, you know. Whether it's taking your inner peace, whether it's taking your foundation, whatever that is, your money, like anything to make you feel ungrounded. Um anything to make you feel miserable because misery truly does love company and yep um you have to stay protected you know have to stay protected and spiritually vigilant and yeah all that good stuff because it's rough out here you know um and you literally have to be intentional about everything even about the people that are in your life, the people who come in your life, like pray, pray over that. Every everybody who comes in your life, everybody who, um, be thankful for the people that leave your life. You know what I'm saying? Be thankful for, um, all the things that shed themselves away. Pray for great things to come in. I don't care what it is. You know, um, it could be encounters with a stranger pray for positive experiences with strangers and you know just different connections because you never know what can happen good or bad so but anyway I'm gonna end this here I do hope that you guys enjoyed this episode um yeah I believe I'm gonna do a bonus episode as well um because I have some more that I want to talk about but um, this will be all for now. Um, once again, um, make sure that you guys are, I don't really know what I wanted to say. I'm gonna be honest. My brain kind of went blank, guys. But anyway, stay safe out there. Um, once again, keep your energy high. Do some self-care for yourself this week. Um, listen to some good music, drink more water um get more sleep um pray go out of nature do something kind for somebody this week and yeah um have a safe holiday season as well make sure that you guys rate this podcast make sure that you guys like whatever platform you're on rate it like it follow share with a friend that you think would enjoy this podcast please and thank you. I do appreciate everybody who's been listening and enjoying so far, and I have been enjoying this process. Also, make sure that you do follow us on Instagram at a Pisces Moon Podcast. Follow the page, guys, please. 
because right now your girl only has what three followers on there i'm gonna need more i'm gonna definitely need more so we can stay updated on when i am posting new episodes um when i'm having a guest on you know different updates to the show etc be there you know i need my community there on instagram so um and also follow my personal instagram i glisten in the sun underscore um if you want to you know get a little bit more personal but yes um until next time